Okay, we are back to finish the other side of our bracket. Uh, well, actually, we have to do the whole bracket, but we did get to cover um, a lot of our uh, one half of the initial run of of uh, our conference uh, shakedowns. Uh, trying to win, willow or winnow. Wow, what is the word? Whittle winnow. these down. Yeah, winnow. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been drinking since six a.m. Uh, <laughs> I well, it's only to... seven twenty three, so that's not too long. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just been uh, just been taking meth and and drinking Bacardi one fifty one. That second part there might have, have some repercussions. It might have. Uh, we're trying to whittle down these conferences, uh, and we've already gone through just to hit a couple of highlights in our Frank Ducks conference. The choice between Nazis melting and Raiders of the Lost Ark and Will Wheaton being murdered. <laughs> uh, Nazis beat him out, and then Die Hard 2 beat out the cliffhanger or the icicle death in cliffhanger. So we're getting into the real important stuff here about what uh what makes a movie good. Hey, we we all know it's icy and dick shooting in the final four. I see, and let's not forget icy, <laughs> icy and dick shooting. Dick shooting being uh, a choice between uh, uh, a, a coke dealer being shot in the, in the wiener during Invasion <laughs> USA, <laughs> or um. Uh, a love loved character for the uh uh Pittsburgh Penguins icy being uh choked to death inside of a dishwashing machine <laughs> in sudden sudden death so um so that was that was just some of the highlights we had from our our first round of conferences and we still have to go through and and and, and I'm going to try it one more time whittle these conferences <laughs> down into something that uh that uh, on the other side of and start really deciding what what makes all of these good and bad movies that we like to watch. What makes them good, and what like what are the standout things that really make us uh, or make them winners? So, um, all right, so we are we are now into our, our our let's call it our Eastern Conference. I, I think we didn't pick we didn't pick pick a. Uh, you, you mean this haphazard, randomly designed <laughs> process? I mean. Let's see. We I'm don't trying, have. Uh, think of a good name. Like you could do like a uh, Canon Films for the West because I was thinking like Golden Globus brackets, or you could do Golden Globus or... in the West, and you could do um, the De Laurentiis in the in the East because he had that studio in North Carolina. <laughs> he did that works as well De, as anything. The Dino De Laurentiis North Carolina uh, studio. Oh, I, thought, I thought you meant Giada De, 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 De Laurentiis. <laughs> I'd rather talk about Giada. I think uh, the two, I find her much You're more interesting. Transitioning to a, uh, a cooking show podcast. <laughs> cooking show podcast where we find the the children of of once once infamous uh, film producers attractive. <laughs> it's very it's very niche break. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. What do you want to call it? East and West? Uh, you want to call it one? Uh, Arca- I feel like can- uh, Golan Globus is too close in name that I'm going to, we're going to just yeah, have to say it. that over and over. Yeah. Like we're going to get like, well, which one's Golan? I don't know. It's the one with the, the American Ninja stuff. Oh shit. I thought that was Globus. <laughs> um, uh, there is a lot of Golan Globus in here though. So I don't know. Uh yeah, that's what I was leaning to before. Like they would be appropriate, but they also are. Those can be uh, stumbling so to say over and over. You could do one like the Spielberg, and then you could do one as the Golden Globus. <laughs> I do think it's the two shades of High quality uh, of the qualities <laughs> that we do pick on this uh, on yeah. the show. That that we got a wide range here. That's that's all. Speaking of quality, we uh, try to do a run of quality movies and. Uh, <laughs> completely failed. didn't do it 
fail. I think so I don't know. That may say something about us. <laughs> like to uh, say, I would I would get really busy, but also. No, <laughs> uh, I know we did. Apparently, we did. it's uh, easier to sit down and watch Nightmare on Elm Street three than uh <laughs> Well, and let's see. You you had an anniversary, which is really important. I was pretty busy with some work, so. Uh, yeah. No, actually, uh, um, it so was actual. Yeah, but so basically spending a weekend uh, doing stuff for, like for myself, <laughs> like just like going away out of town, um, ruined totally derailed my life. <laughs> it's like, oh, now I got to like completely work to get back on track. Uh, but also, I so I was coaching Sam's um, fall baseball team, and just the way things broke, we went for a run where we had like. Um, four or five like games or practices and like a seven day stretch and then right after that went to like my anniversary then my wife's birthday and it was uh yeah it was legitimately busy but also you know i feel i could have squeezed in a a canon movie if i needed to (laughs) i like how you set yourself up for a perfect out and then you're like but i just basically didn't care No, I think the problem was the quality ones. I was a little more intimidated of like, I need to sit down and really watch this so we can like talk about it. Whereas if it's like American Ninja 3, I'm like, yeah, who fucking cares? <laughs> need, to think um, of, need to write down three outrageous things that happen. We'll talk about it. We'll be good. I'm trying to think. Of, I mean, I think people would care about American Ninja 3. I think you're underselling that. <laughs> um. No, I, I, uh, I, I look, I, I got slammed too. I, I didn't have, I didn't have bandwidth, which is, uh, I'm mad at myself because I was pumped up about, I was pumped up for the entire month or month of October. We're going to do these cool, uh, uh, movie runs and then, uh, immediately did not do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, uh, I, yeah, I'm I'm, 100% at fault too. A bunch of them, I'm still like, oh, I really want to watch that before Halloween and like, we're, really ticking down here for that to be that to be possible uh yeah me too that's kind of what i'm gonna try and spend this evening uh watching um some of the friday the 13th and then uh what are you gonna watch for halloween what's what's your (laughs) uh well i know on our list we had exorcists psycho and i think rosemary's baby i haven't seen the good stuff yeah yeah i haven't seen the exorcist and since college and i've never seen rosemary's baby and it's been a while since i've seen psycho um and so i was really looking forward to watching all three of those leading up and then we never did it um so i still kind of want to this but then i haven't then i also kind of i haven't seen halloween 2 in a really long time <laughs> i watched um, it uh, i watched it earlier this week okay <laughs> kind of i like it I, uh, yeah, yeah yeah i kind of wanted i was like kind of want to watch that so uh yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. I did a on Friday night get to take two teenage boys to see the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. So I got I got that checked off. <laughs> How was that? It was fine. Um, you know, it's they're obviously trying to thread the needle of being PG thirteen, and but walk that like, line. Ha- yeah, having like ten year olds who are into it still be able to come while still being like creepy, scary, and like being a horror movie. Um, so they did a decent job of that, but um. And I, I don't know, I at least have some like familiarity with the games um, from kids, uh, from the kids and stuff. So I wasn't kind of walking in like completely unaware of what uh, of what all this stuff was. Um, yeah, I'm a, I know it's not getting great reviews, but it's done really well box office. I'm a little surprised. I mean, it's a little generic down the road, but 
I kind of was expecting that. So I don't I don't know if uh, my expectations were just a little off, but I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. That um, you know, I think it was like thirty percent in Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, that seems low, but I wouldn't like begrudge anyone who gave it like two out of four stars either. So. It's like maybe maybe Fair. the aggregate score sites are not a good way to uh, evaluate movies. Uh, no, I think uh, they, well, they, it's been shown that I think uh, Rotten Tomatoes is I don't want to use the word corrupt, but it's not. It's a yeah. flawed. It's a flawed system. I think where yeah, uh, definitely <laughs> yeah. Uh, movie or production houses could pretty much pay to have scores. Oh yeah, that they because if they can get to that like fresh rating, yeah, yeah, and, like, like pay to bump up of yeah, yeah. Which is weird that uh, yeah. nobody's trying to pump up Jason Goes to Hell. I don't know why they're not, <laughs> <laughs> not trying to pull that one up some. It's really disappointing. Yeah, um, which I, I only find it useful for when the movies at like are at like 98%. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay. I, I've never heard of that movie and it's at 98%. I and mean, that's probably worth checking out. Or the things that like get down to like 5%. It's like, well, that sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that I, I I do. I am one of those people where I'm like, wow, if it's that low on the scale, I think there's something that makes me think I got to go see this. Like, it's good. Like, yeah, like, there's got to be something going on here that needs to be talked about. And it's like anything, like, yeah, anything that's like between thirty and seventy percent. It's like, well, that's kind of meaningless. Like, I probably need no, to that's... see that and evaluate it myself. Because yeah, that's the meat of the curve right there. <laughs> like, yeah, like I could produce something that's between thirty and seventy <laughs> percent, and have. Um, good for you <laughs> all right so we're going all right back so to we're gonna our, our, we're getting we're, in <laughs> we're going back to our sheriff brackets and it <laughs> was awful it was awful just in time for i Halloween. love it but uh Ooh, can we do the sheriff bracket bracket <laughs> <laughs> yes we can. Is that's it, not uh, going to get annoying to say <laughs> what's going to be in it though because charles cyphers is only in two of the halloween movies so how are we going to come up with like four that's going to be the challenge is coming up with four different. Uh, hey, it doesn't. I think they're more uh, spiritually named than uh, okay. than, act, than a named for the content. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could, who's who's the more lovable dope? Is it Sheriff Brackett and Halloween two? Halloween one? The guy <laughs> that's hitting on the radio owner in the fog or the guy who uh, who's leading all the prisoners who immediately gets killed in uh, assault on precinct 13? Because that's the only I, I, I only know him from. Oh, he's in he's in Death Wish too. He plays an orderly that looks like he's he's like fifty years old playing an orderly, and he looks like he's supposed to be pl- being like a played by like a thirty year old. It doesn't make any sense. He's basically the guy who lets Charles Bronson kill somebody, and then like, all right, I'll give you two minutes to get out of this place. Nobody they- lets Charles Bronson kill somebody. <laughs> Charles Bronson kills whoever he wants. Okay, through his own negligence, uh, Charles Cypher's character <laughs> lets Charles, <laughs> Charles Bronson kill somebody. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, we can do the sheriff bracket bracket. <laughs> um, oh, but I think I think that might need to save that. Mm. I mean, we're really doing more regions here, so I don't know. Sheriff bracket bracket is just fun though to say. All right. It is. <laughs> All, right. All right. So sheriff bracket bracket. <laughs> sheriff bracket bracket. That's what we should call this one. Or sheriff bracket sheriff bracket conference to throw as many of the words tied to this <laughs> as possible <laughs> into a, a single title. Um, All right. All right. Are you ready? I matchup. Okay. There's some good ones. There's gonna be some challenging ones to really wrap up. All right. Go, all right, let's go. The, the one versus eight matchup. The sheriff bracket bracket. <laughs> <laughs> uh number one, 
Donovan chooses poorly in the Last Crusade. That's a good one. Versus number eight. Um, a child drowns a giant man. <laughs> a child whose name I cannot recall. <laughs> yes, that's also true. In uh in in D5 in the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> I, so, uh, if, if you've uh, not seen Dial of Destiny, remember as well. Uh, uh Phoebe Waller's bridge character has a little sidekick. Um, she has her own little short rounds. Let's see. Can I find his name? Teddy. Uh, it's Teddy round. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she has, she she has a teddy, uh, and the and then the villains have this like giant seven three henchman guy in their handcuffs uh, together, and Teddy rigs it so they fall into some water and they fall underneath, and he gets out of the handcuff and then handcuffs the guy to a grate under the water, which will one hundred percent result in the man drowning to death. Um, uh, candidly, I, I had to take my kids to the bathroom during that part, uh, not because it was too too much for them, but just because they had to go. And I missed, water. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed part of that water, uh, that water kill. Yeah. I, I also think they missed a great moment. Maybe it's like a deleted scene. They just like didn't think it enough where you see the giant guy again and he's just like dragging that giant grape behind him because <laughs> he that is true. so big and strong and ripped it out. That felt like it felt kind of like a Spielberg or like uh, maybe more a Bond kind of henchman moment. Um, Kind of thing, I, but uh, I, I don't know. Uh, man. I, I thought it was appropriate to uh, face these off together. <laughs> Highlight. I, the two uh, movies. I have to give it to Walter Donovan's. Uh, yeah, I, chose I don't... poorly. I feel like that's that's an almost not fully iconic, but it's close to to it now. Iconic scene of of uh, um. Also, it's just... go ahead. <laughs> no, it's not. In prepping for this, I realized how much um. How we portray it can sway what feels like should win because it's like Donovan chooses poorly. It's like that's iconic where people have like, like Family Guy references that of like he chose poorly. Like, um, whereas it's just like yeah, a kid kills a giant guy. <laughs> it's like oh, that sounds dumb. I, I don't disagree with you. It is bizarre that they have a uh, basically a child kill uh, uh, an adult, <laughs> especially I mean, one that's would been you say short round people. kills anyone. No, because he just does karate and just kind of beats up people. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't think because when he's no, because anything that short rounds doing, they kind of are playing it for laughs at the beginning. Like uh, he's just kind of pushing people out of the way with the car, and then he he singes the the kid the 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 Maharaja with his with his uh, torch, and that's really it to bring him back. So no, I don't think short rounds not committing homicide. <laughs> <laughs> Short round does not have blood on his hands. He, he does not. I uh, I think I think short rounds uh, gets away clean in all this. But um, <laughs> Teddy Teddy straight up murders the guy. Yeah, yeah. Teddy is a murderer. But I can't. You know what? I, I will say the tone of those two movies is so different. It's hard because there's a lot of people getting killed in Dial of Destiny. That whereas like they don't really have like there's just people being like civilians being outright murdered by. Boyd Holbrook at the beginning of that, and um, yeah, it's a little it's darker, care more careless with life, yeah. Whereas it feels like the deaths in Temple of Doom are all supposed to be kind of like emotionally impactful. Yeah, uh, yeah, like they're 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 not. You should feel wow, a guy died. 
yeah, they're not wasting those uh, those efforts. So I, it, it's got to me. It's got to go to Walter Donovan, and and uh, it's it's freaky as shit, frankly, just to watch him deteriorate into a uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah. I mean, that was always kind of a yeah. Uh, I think I was more looking for an eight seed <laughs> to put in to put up against this one. Yeah, that's, that's true. I probably spent way too much time talking about a a man being drowned by a child. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I yeah, just for what an odd choice for a movie to make. Uh, I guess. You got to dispatch with that giant henchman somehow. It feels weird they never had Indy fight him, but I guess that might have been ridiculous having your old Indy <laughs> fight this well, guy. The counter to that is you're having a you're having like a twelve year old fight him versus an eight year old fight him. So it's like <laughs> right. uh, you're really you're really not going to win on either one of those. Fights. Yeah, <laughs> really, like Phoebe Waller Ridge should have fought him. <laughs> if uh, you're yeah, doing, yeah, yeah, doing the movie. Then. I agree. Uh, but all right, so Donovan chooses poorly. Um, you know, never, never trust a Nazi uh, historian <laughs> when you're picking a cup of food. Right? Like, I like told you not to trust anybody. <laughs> then he makes the same mistake. And then he chose to trust him or he trusts. Yeah, that's right. He does. He does make the same mistake. He trusts, trusts Ilsa. Yeah. And he also doesn't make eye contact with the, uh, the, what do you call it? The crusader who clearly would have told him that was a bad idea. If he just looked at <laughs> that guy was messaging him pretty hard. You think so? That would have been great yeah. if if there's a scene of Donovan like picking up a cup and looking at the guy like, huh? huh? <laughs> I, I mean, I I would have if it was me. I would have I would have spent more than ten seconds uh, studying all the cups they had there. Yeah, it really feels like Donovan was a little casual of. I guess maybe not not, not, maybe not the fully investigated the consequences of picking the wrong cup. <laughs> After going to Legoland with my kids, it does feel like that could be like a carnival game of like <laughs> choose you the cup of Christ. <laughs> yeah. It's like I feel like I might be better at that than the the ball the ball throw thing. So yeah, like like, like shooting, I have to shoot thirty hoops to get a stuffed animal. So um, yeah, I, all just, right. I just paid a lady like fifty dollars for a giant. Uh, Pokemon stuffed animal that's <laughs> at one of those things basically because it's like we're never gonna win it yeah and I, we can walk away from here <laughs> people are happy and we won't waste a bunch of money on these games yeah Carter was really upset that we were he got sick while we were in Lego Land, and he got really upset that uh he's like we aren't playing any of the carnival games I'm like all you're gonna do is get a replacement for the exact same stuffed animal that you got last year like yeah like, that, that you still have <laughs> like we it's like like I could pay forty bucks a pop for every one of these things because that's basically what it's going to cost for right. us to win and do these games. Well, and I know, like in our attic, we have like like bags filled with stuffed animals of the yeah. kids. It's like that they don't care about, and it's like yeah, like so we have a million at home already. They're all like yeah, it's, um, it's and we yeah. don't get me wrong, carnival games are fun, but are they? if your goal is to win the prize, like yes, we don't. That's not. That's, all that's right. not a that's not a useful goal. Okay. All right, going to the four five matchup. <laughs> yes, I was like, in the bracket bracket. <laughs> on the bracket bracket is not is never ending. All right. Um the we've seed. got uh our fourth seed is uh our friend Jackson from American <laughs> Ninja uh shooting down Ortega's helicopter in American Ninja, which I believe is after a big battles ensued, he just rolls out with a bazooka and launches launches a rocket straight into him right and it, right as a the hero um what is the hero's name it's like joe <laughs> it's like joe armstrong it's joe armstrong right 
I know it's Joe. I, I, I think know. It, I get the last name. It, Michael it, Dudikoff. Michael Dudikoff jumps from the helicopter. Uh, and then it's, it's similar in a similar for, show of force for launching something. We have Harrison Ford <laughs> launching his body <laughs> at terrorists numerous times in Air Force One. Uh, and I think I got to, I'm going to go with, I got to go with Jackson on this one. I'd rather see him mm-hmm. win just because I think Harrison Ford's got a real dad move with launching his body yeah. people. Um, <laughs> it feels like something I would be capable of doing. And not 100%. completely screwing it up, but yeah. uh, well, I don't know. What do you got? Who do you got? Um, I'm struggling. Uh, so I really want to go, you know, uh, give some credit to Steve James. I feel he was, you know, underused for his career. Want to give him some love in the bracket. But um, you do. I'm sure. I'm sure he he would care deeply. Um, but it's hard that Harrison Ford. Like once you pointed that out. It's just hilarious every time Harrison Ford just throws his whole body at a guy with the, the ultimate like old man dad move of I can't I, I can't do this I can't fight but he I can't throw my entire body at a guy and it work it, it does work like I'm not I don't want to say I don't want to criticize yeah. him and make people think oh Harrison Ford can't fight he he can fight and and he can he can throw that two hundred pound frame around but. It, but it's the, the ultimate, like, we're not, this isn't going to come down to, like, who's trained in martial arts. This is just going to be, like, scrapping on the ground. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, he does He does kind of take it from being a fist fight down to uh, what's uh, what's what's the least uh, physically elegant way I can actually dispatch my, my opponent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling because... Every time I picture it in my head and watching his body, it makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> if you want to pick it, you can pick it. Uh, but then we, then we have a, a tiebreaker scenario. Um, that is true. Um, all right, all right. I'll I'll, I'll stick with with Jackson shooting down Ortega's helicopter just because that ending of American Ninja is so uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so pretty crazy. over the top. Uh, he learns yeah. he has special powers, and they have a full on Ken Films uh, gunfight, which I think. I'm I'm here for both. Yeah, yeah. It's and this next one the I context around it is is just batshit crazy. So <laughs> this next one's gonna be tough. I'm gonna have a real hard time with this one. This next, this yeah, next so down to the the six three. Uh, or this next conference. What's our what's our what is this conference? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Frank Stallone conference. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Type that in here. How do you how do you spell Frank? <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I, I I highly recommend his single. Um, uh, I think it's Far From Over, which is from the the Staying Alive soundtrack. <laughs> wow! As we, uh, right, we I'll have, have to give that a listen when we finish. <laughs> it's it's uh, I I had it on a workout playlist one time. It's really good for cardio because it just gets you uh, pumped up. <laughs> Just gets you confused. How did this happen? <laughs> it kind of well. So if, uh, I'm going to plug it again. That last Action Heroes book talks about how uh, Travolta and Stallone got together to make Staying Alive, and then 100 percent about how uh, he picked Frank to to do the soundtrack for the movie, <laughs> or like, or, or it, 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 it's crazy how much like bad trivia it covers, like satisfactorily covers for me. <laughs> for uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to need to going to need to pick that up soon here. <laughs> I sent you, I think I sent you a credit for the audiobook if you want. Ooh, okay. I believe I believe I did. Sweet. 
All right. All right. So I, I really like this matchup because <laughs> it's, it's uh they're really very different movies, but it's also the it's very different levels of filmmaking. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. What, yes, it is. So uh so at the three seed, we have uh the death of Abdul uh is it Rafia in Delta Force. Yeah, it's uh, Delta it's, Force. Um Scott McCoy finds him in this house, beats the shit out of him, leaves, and they think she's gonna get away, but no uses his rocket bike <laughs> to blow him up. Breaks his arm, throws him through the window, breaks his arm in the car door, still lets him give give him enough time to to pick up a machine gun. Yeah. Um that's a good one. That's then, oh man. That but that, like that might the be my filmmaking is so like canon generic, like action movie chuck norris movie filmmaking and then at the six seed we have a uh, guy gets thrown off the balcony in dread which is such visceral like <laughs> great filmmaking like visually amazing great camera work lighting and like you really like feel the impact of this death getting thrown off the balcony <laughs> and it's just it's just so different of it's just like filmmaking on a visceral level versus like i don't know chuck norris canon filmmaking uh, it's one that they don't do a lot in movies anymore. I think to your point, uh, the 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 visceral nature of it, and then the uh, the just kind of ugliness of what you're seeing. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, like uh, you feel like the death, the splatter, the impact. Like, like you're like, oh my god, that would be ter- fucking terrifying. Like falling off his balcony, where it's like, it's just, <laughs> the. Uh, Delta Force is just Chuck Norris like beating the shit out of a guy and shooting him with a rocket. But it's also it's also Which also sounds awesome. It's also beautifully done too. It's the the aesthetic of the whole thing as weird as it sounds is is I don't know it's pretty wild. You, you're gonna have to pick first because I feel like I uh I, I was dangerously close to pushing us into a tiebreaker here. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Scott McCoy and his rocket bike. And that's just, the right answer. It's just too hard to uh yeah it's just too hard. I like the dread stuff. I agree with you, but um, the canon, the canonness of of <laughs> Chuck Norris blowing up a brown face uh, uh, Robert Forster—it's <laughs> just so, <laughs> too over the top for me. So not- what we should have done for this for tiebreakers is we should have sat all our all our children down, had them watch each death, <laughs> pick each one. <laughs> Pick which one and whatever one they all agreed on, that would be the tiebreaker for us if we ever if we tied, if we disagreed. Uh, but I think if we did that with them, I think they would pick the dread one. You think so? Because I don't know if they're gonna care about Chuck Norris. Like I think it would feel like old. It just feel old to them, whereas the dread one would feel like they would be like, oh yeah, this looks like modern and cool and new. But I don't know. I don't know. I might be wrong. Maybe Chuck Norris transcends uh, generations. Uh, he might. Uh, we can find out. There's one way to find out. Showing our kid doing exactly what you just said. <laughs> guys, guys, come here. I need you to do something for a second. <laughs> okay, watch um, this. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, oh, man, there's some, still some good ones to go in here. Um, <laughs> let's see. We've got... Um, for number seven, or for number two spot, I should say. Let's go. I'll go seven. I'll go top to bottom. Uh, Ramon Cota orders the death of a baby <laughs> at the beginning of Delta Force Two. 
uh, and launches a a semi-important part of the plot that is later immediately disbanded, <laughs> just completely completely forgotten about and goes by the wayside. So, um, and then uh, this this could be my dark horse for the whole whole run. Oh but wow! It's, um, okay, it's uh, number two. It is the mask kill. The Silver Shamrock uh, Pumpkin Mask kill in Halloween uh, three, season of the witch, where the where uh, uh, Buddy Kepfer's family is killed because the uh, uh, Colonel Cochran tries out the mask and and kills little Buddy Junior, and then uh, you see snakes and crickets basically coming out of a child's head. Um, as hor- as horrible as Ramon Coda is, and we get we get a little bit more Coda later on in the brackets uh, later on. So I'm 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 okay to go with this. I have to give this mm-hmm. to Halloween three. I have to. It's too yeah. e- that that I would actually say is now becoming iconic because I've seen it replicated other places and and reference and that when people reference Halloween three that they're going for that. Um, and e- knowing we got a little bit of Coda to go later on, I, I'm going to give it to Halloween three. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Just agree with me. <laughs> so, so the knock against <laughs> uh, Ramon Coda is this is an, technically an off-screen death. So we're just assuming they follow through. To see him kill baby. a baby. That's the thing I want to see. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, we don't actually see the death. So, like, there's a chance it didn't really happen. Where his henchmen are just like, yeah, we're just gonna tell him we killed the baby, and like. When he goes back and there's another baby, be like, yep, yeah, someone had another baby. Um, well, but on the other hand, I do enjoy their the lengths they go to establish Ramon Coda as the evil bad guy who needs to be stopped, and this is just like the icing on the cake of <laughs> Ramon Coda ordering them to murder a baby. Um, I I disagree. I actually think he did kill the kid. Yeah, I mean, I I think the movie's certainly presenting that. I don't think it's asking us to to dig any deeper than that baby's dead. Like, and Coda is a baby killer. Um, so the Halloween three, it's great. It's visceral. Um, those bugs and snakes, and then like you get some um, some other deaths in the scene too, where his parents die and stuff. So it's not just uh, not even just the kid. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good so, point. I mean, we're going kid death for the baby death. Um, you know, it's, a, it's always a winner of a podcast topic. Uh, that's a um, well, you know what? You don't actually technically see uh, Mrs. Kepfer die. She just passes out from shock. And then Buddy, gets, have... Buddy gets bitten by uh, uh, a snake, though. You're right. <laughs> um, and I also love how you uh, just know all their names. <laughs> I've seen it too many times. I've not watched it yet uh, this fall, but. Wait, didn't we I... just watch it like a month ago or something? Oh shit! No, I did. You're right. We I mean, I guess technically it was probably still summer when uh, when you watched it. Yes, it was not happy fall, y'all. It was the <laughs> oh, summer of Sam Hain. Um, uh, uh, so yes. I am gonna pick Ramon <clears throat> Coda ordering the baby to death. You but piece of I'm gonna shit. give I'm gonna give you the tiebreaker so that uh, how do I do? What do the, I do? Little buddy moves on. Thank you. Uh, thank you, I guess. So basically you just conceded. <laughs> yeah, like, but when, you know, people officially score, you know, the votes, the, the, this wasn't a unanimous choice, but will the little, little buddy move on? <laughs> oh, little, I, I, lo- I love that, like the names, the convention, the name of the conventions 
as we go into each different bracket is actually changing for each one of these that we're like losing fidelity on. All right. When we go to like the second round, it's going to be little buddy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm really just owning that this is, this is an exercise 100% for our own enjoyment and have no clue if anyone else is possibly going to enjoy this. God, these, some of these are, some of these are going to be tough to really. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so we're, man. we, uh, all right, what, what what conference is this? Ooh, I kind of feel this should have been the Frank Stallone conference, but uh, you uh, could make it. You do? What can you do? Um, hmm. the Bruno Lives conference. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> For people who don't get our terrible sense of humor, that's the uh, was that Bruce Willis's first album? <laughs> uh, when he does har- harmonica. Um, it, it is an A Bruce Willis album. Whether it's the first one, I couldn't tell you for sure. <laughs> um, but I, I would guess, but you know, you never know. You know well, I started searching this. Of... <laughs> I started searching Bruno Lives in uh, Google, and the first result came up is Bruno Lives with My Brother in Spanish. And then it was a translation. <laughs> so, um, well, so you're right. It's definitely... Um, uh, wait, was it a Bruno... Oh wow! Now you get this is a bunch of we don't talk about Bruno from uh, Encanto. <laughs> Let's see. So Bruce Willis needs to. Uh, what was his album? Was it really called The Return of Bruno? Return of I Bruno. Know. I think. I think we screwed it up. Bruno lives. I think he took a The uh, Return of Bruno, but there had to be an original Bruno. <laughs> well, so I mean, I guess now that could be like the joke of. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, Return that... of Bruno is the debut solo studio album. Okay. I, I think you're thinking of Frampton Comes Alive, and you're conflating that with Bruno, Bruno the Return of Bruno in the single. Hey, single. I like Bruno Lives. <laughs> um, uh, it's it sounds like a horror movie, actually. Uh, now that you're uh, poignantly. So, all right. So, do you want to call? It, we're going to leave it as the Bruno Lives cover. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm all right with that. All right, I'm good with that. Um. Uh, so our eighth spot here, it's actually a pretty tough one. I, I even though it's the eighth spot, um, the cliffhanger opening uh, death scene where Hal's girlfriend uh, loses her her grip on Stallone and falls to her death, and, and uh, basically sets up the, the the premise for the entire movie, um, which that's a pretty brutal one. And I, I think I don't know, man. That, that that's going to be a tough one to overcome to me because that's the that, that yeah, really I'm kind does of feeling that should have been higher than an eight seed as I as I look through this. And then number one is the uh that's gonna go head to head with is the heart rip. Uh the the, the um Malaram ripping, Malaram the ripping the heart out of that guy who and the guy keeps living. And then that becomes like a uh something that people are scared of for the entire rest of the movie. Um that's a tough one. I actually Yeah, do you want me to the, go? Yeah, I want you to go. Okay, I, I was looking at this earlier. Um, Man, that's tough. And they're, uh, I was like, oh, they're both kind of doing like powerful emotional things. Or one is trying <laughs> to make us, is setting up all the emotional beats of the movie. And then another is setting up all like the scary horror beats of the movie, of the stakes. So like they're very like big in terms of, important for the whole plot of the movie of really establishing things and one it's doing everything it can to be like the scariest death they can come up with 
and one is doing everything it can to be the most emotional death that they can possibly <laughs> come up with for the character. And I think like the scary works. It doesn't. It, it like it works in the movie. It sticks with you. Um, but I'm I'm gonna have to give it to the cliffhanger emotional I, death. I think it. I, I agree. I, I think it ages better just because it hits holds all that emotion behind it <laughs> i i agree with you i i was actually i had the same thought of, i was like i like uh malaram's uh his his fatality move uh of ripping people's chest uh heart out of their chest but i agree it's it's such a it, it sets the entire premise of cliffhanger up almost so i i, I agree with you cliffhanger yeah, and I mean they, they parody it and like Ace Ventura too. You know how can you? It's been parodied it? in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, um, wasn't there something where somebody drops a stuffed animal and it's parodied there? Yes, and I well they drop a stuffed animal in this. Or right, that's um, what it was. Okay. Yeah, and then there's and it's like a raccoon Kinda that show falls the off state. of this. Yeah. yeah, Ace Ventura two is like a raccoon that falls <laughs> <laughs> that then hunts him forever. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I have to give it to. I agree with you. You're right. It's cliffhanger. Yeah, initially when I set this up, I was like, well, you're not beating, like, ripping the heart out of the chest. That's, like, all-time iconic. And then I got, I was like, I don't know, cliffhanger death. Like, I can picture, like, so much of that, like, in my head. Like, Stallone, his hand down. It's, um... Hanging from the, the wire. I think, I, I, it was a trailer moment, too. I think, I think it was an iconic moment for that, that movie. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it stands the test of time as well. It still yes. holds up. I think, like you show anyone that scene like they're not leaving they're watching and then they're pretty sucked in on like okay well what's what's happening now like <laughs> yeah um show me that's... some scenes from the u.s treasury <laughs> <laughs> how does money get made uh it just turns into a history channel uh presentation um yeah. all so, right oh man it's a big upset all right uh one seed is knocked out uh well yeah it is uh so uh can make Michael Rocco feel better about his uh, girlfriend's death you think so yeah yeah that 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 the death to get to move on (laughs) you will be forgotten in the Bruno Lives conference (laughs) (laughs) yeah there you go see her her legacy lives on in the Bruno Lives conference yeah um all worth it all right so number four spot is the spear gun death in Friday the 13th part three 3d uh, where I think her name is Vera gets shot in the eye uh, with a spear gun by Jason uh, as he I will say saunters out onto the dock uh, while she's <laughs> she's fishing uh, Shelly's wallet out of the water. So um, uh, that's going to be a tough one to top for me as well. Um, uh, but you picked, and I don't blame you. Oh, you even picked it, but you one of the selections here is uh, the detestable Harold at the beginning of the movie. Detestable uh, or lovable? Lovable. I think we both agreed when we recorded that one that he he he's probably better off al- alone without his wife because he's just he's just living his life, eating snacks, uh, stealing snacks, I should say, from his own inventory. Yeah, this is definitely before uh, uh, they had seals on food when they were selling him at stores. But yeah, uh, Harold catching a I think it's a butcher knife to the chest and yeah, or to full axe. Is it a full axe? Okay, I, they don't really show it enough to, to 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 make it clear. I bet we're both wrong. I bet it's like a machete. <laughs> like it's probably like, uh, but it's Harold getting uh, killed and catching an axe and or machete to his uh, catcher's uh, chest plate. I don't know what else to call it, but it's like very clear he's wearing uh, protective. Oh, it's gear. like a big butcher's cleaver. 
Okay. I was, yeah, I wasn't wrong. Yeah, yeah. Just want to point that out. I was right. And so, what what, but, what is he yeah, wearing? A large blade. <clears throat> so, <laughs> um, for some reason, underneath his shirt, he seems to be wearing a you know umpire catcher's like chest protector. Uh, yeah. As you do and when it's you're filled with blood. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually could have lived. We don't know. He may have just had his catcher's uh catcher's gear <laughs> destroyed. That's the worst of it, right? Yeah, honestly, I'm looking at some the pictures of it, and yeah, this really doesn't get that deep. It's like I don't think it breaks. I don't think that thing is breaking through the uh your chest the chest plate into the actual heart here. I think I think Harold might be alive. I think he lives. Yeah. Harold lives. Bring Harold back. <laughs> Harold standalone movie. I uh, <laughs> what what would it be? What would the premise of that be? Uh, <laughs> just please tell me how you think this is going to be. Uh, I, um, I I'd love to think it's like a Muppets go to Manhattan type of like it just go it gets real cheery and real happy. The uh the health board closes down the uh the store and Harold has to go uh, find himself. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. I like it. <laughs> uh, um, I'll go. I'll go. I, I, I got to go with Spear Gun Death. I think um, it's it's one of the 3D effects. Like, weirdly, Harold's is not one of the 3D effects in um, uh, his death is not one of the 3D effects in Friday 13th Part 3 3D. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to give it to Vera's death for uh, the spear gun in the eye. Well, then we have a problem because I'm oh, giving it to Harold. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Harold forever. <laughs> all right, how, how are we gonna adjudicate this? Is he gonna be tough? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. We really, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give you one. You gave me one. I'll give you one. How about that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> <be easy>. Harold. <clears throat> Good old Harold's making it. He's he's surviving. Do you think he's, he's the same Harold from like Harold in the Purple Crayon? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what is that? Does, it's like a kids <clears throat> book. Uh, without knowing anything, I'm going to say yes. It is right. the same Harold. <laughs> what kind of school did you go to? You didn't read Harold in the Purple Crayon. Um, I should. I should wonder if my kids know what that is. Yeah, I don't know you, if we ever read that. You uppity bastard! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because I've given them a shitty education. <clears throat> that you okay. were well educated. Uh, apparently not. So let me see. Harold <laughs> and the Purple Crayon. Uh, I, you know, I've seen the cover of it. I don't think I've ever read it. I, it's an older book, though, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like sixty years old or something. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I, I've I've definitely seen. I mean, this I book. think I read it in like first grade. I can. I don't think I can tell you anymore <clears throat> what happens. I have a vague recollection of. Him, I like, think I've seen a world like a cartoon. This purple crayon. I think I've seen a cartoon take of this actually. Yeah, I do think they made. Uh, <clears throat> oh, here's one a that's cartoon. a. Uh, Sticker of Harold drawing a heart that says "bitch" in it. So I bet that was in the. <laughs> is that the, is that the original course. book? Yeah, <laughs> I thought so. So, all right, uh, Harold's moving on. <clears throat> Good old Harold. Our, yes. our last. And, and I don't think Harold's last into the next round. <laughs> so oh, probably not. Uh, uh, but we got okay. This is going to be. <laughs> yeah, you're going first on this next one. Uh, what are we going to call this last bracket? We would call it the. Um, in-house ga- gas chamber conference. <laughs> sure. 
I, I can't wait six months to look back at this bracket and just be like, what were we thinking? We need these? Uh, the in-house gas chamber conference. Yes. So you got a giveaway for what? Uh, oh, you didn't. One of our seats had a six seed. We have uh, Ramon Coda's kitchen adjacent in-house gas chamber where Bobby Chavez <laughs> dies in Delta Force 2. Heading up against the uh, and Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors, the TV death scene. The girl uh, watching TV, the character comes to life, smashes her head into the television. <laughs> I can remember what it was like before on the on the on the on the tonight show. Um uh yeah. yeah. Uh I man I'm going with Bobby Chavez. Goddamn right I am too. <laughs> Even though I think that uh the the TV death on Nightmare on Elm Street 3 that's that's like the moment of that movie. Like I think that that most people remember it for. Um, yeah, it, it's one of the best. Um, but you know, and I, I also think that uh, we've already got Rennie Harlan represented quite a few times. I think in the final bracket, <laughs> brackets. So, um, oh yeah, that cliffhanger one. That's Rennie Harlan. Is that Rennie Harlan? Uh, like, Rennie Harlan's cliffhanger. He's in Die yeah, Hard yeah. Two. He did Die Hard Two. Uh, and I think he did. He he didn't do. I don't think he did. Um, oh, what's it called? Uh, um, what is the? He didn't do sudden death, right? Um, no, that that's actually that's Peter Hyams. <laughs> it did sudden death. Okay. Uh, okay. Which is uh, <laughs> all right. So 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 Bobby, which I, I don't I don't know if we talked about. I'm <laughs> sure on the episode we did, but when we were going over that uh, crazy at Peter Hyams. <laughs> You a running scared fan? Uh, the one with um, Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, <clears throat> I like that. It, it, he's done other stuff, right? Was he like an editor? Yeah, that... a ton of stuff. Yeah, he did a ton of stuff. I wanted to be like, no, just those two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, no. like, what did you really like? Running scared, like because that's uh... no, he did Capricorn one. Um... Oh, I like that. That was it's. Weirdly, like that should be a more poignant movie today. And, yeah, that's and nobody really talks about it. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed Outland that. With, with oh, he, he did 2010. We made, yeah. we made contact. I forgot. Um, running scared, uh, busting. I've never seen that. I've seen Stay Tuned, and then he does a just a bunch of kind of you know, smaller. Okay. Oh, he did Time Cop. I forgot he did Time Cop. Yeah. And End of Days. Well, he had like a real interesting uh Yeah, yeah, then the number 90s kind of run there. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> okay. All right. All right. Sorry, I gotta stay focused. No more Peter Himes. Um all right, number seven, we've got the Butler Gates uh slitting his or wait, is this Alfred's I'm sorry, Gates is the the guy that Alfred kills at the beginning of Hudson Hawk, right? Yeah, where the, he just comes up, where they end up in that random apartment. Yeah, 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 and and he, and he just he produces the uh, the retractable blade from his sleeve. Yeah, and then um, who plays that butler, by the way? Because it was somebody like like a well established at actor, right? 
this is important. Uh, we should I should definitely stop and figure this out. Um uh, I am blanking on it. Well, it's also got Frank Stallone. Oh, Donald Burton. Never mind. I don't know who Donald Burton is. No, he's just in a bunch of English shit. Never mind. Moving on. Moving <laughs> on. Um uh or Chung Lee, uh played by Bolo Young, who <laughs> kills a man in the ring by doing a neck break in blood sport. Um uh, <clears throat> I'll be honest, this one's just straight from the heart. It's Bolo Young's uh Chung Lee killing a man in the ring. I assume you're correct. just typing. You're typing the correct answer, which is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I really actually, I that's a death scene I really like in Hudson Hawk. It's just been out in a while since you've done Hudson Hawk. Is it really like comes out of nowhere and it's like pretty brutal. It sets um, the stake. It actually sets that there's stakes in in yeah. that world. So um, but, no, it, um, it's important. Bolo Young <laughs> in, in blood sports always gonna always gonna win the day um, over anything from Hudson Hawk. I uh, I have to agree. Uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Bruno lives, but uh, honestly, I, I like, <laughs> I don't even want to, I don't even want this to be like the death, like for Chung Lee. I just want it to be, I just want this, like, I just want it to be Bolo Young. <laughs> like, it's you just get everything, <laughs> like, you just get all of it, you just get like the full <clears throat> experience. Uh, I agree, I agree. Um, Man, all right, so we, we finally got through the first round of of, of all right, so we're down to sixteen. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, all right, uh, so should we start back from the top in our uh, back to Frank, the Frank Dukes conference? <laughs> Frank Dukes conference. Uh, it is the Nazis melting at the end of Raiders <laughs> up against the icicle in the eye death and in, in uh, Die Hard Two, Die Harder. So this is tough. This is where it's it's really going to get tough because you're really debating like quality versus like nostalgic moments versus iconic moments versus um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with the Nazis melting at the end of Raiders here. Good news. But, I am too. Okay. But it, it's tough because I that I used to go and I, I just remember having like conversations <laughs> in like middle school <laughs> like multiple conversations about that being such an awesome kill <laughs> and that uh, is hard no it, it is and I, I can still remember it in my head thinking that all right that's disgusting <laughs> yeah like um all right that one actually was pretty easy for us i'm glad so we have we have, we have one we both agree that's good yeah, yeah all right Nazis. okay going to the rennie harley <laughs> rennie harlan conference <laughs> we have from new year's evil evil jumping out of the dumpster <laughs> Uh, where he's got a lighter lighting up his face for some reason uh, versus Colonel Travis in executive decision, sacrificing himself. So the mission can go on. Uh, yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know what to do with this. <laughs> um, God, this is tough. Yeah. I have to I, give it. I, have to I give love it, them both. I do too. I, I'm going to give it to Travis just because it's in theory. It might, it may be the only on-screen death of, uh, uh, of peak Steven, Steven Seagal that we ever got. Uh, oh, I, I, great point. I think the parody of it is when he does uh, the Machete movies and they and Danny Trejo <laughs> kills him. Or no, somebody, no, Danny Trejo doesn't kill him. Somebody else kills him. And uh, oh, man. so I, I have to give it to Travis, Colonel Travis from uh, Executive Decision. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. So I'm weighing the, how much that evil one makes me laugh. <laughs> I, that's my problem too. Versus the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the many emotions of Steven Seagal dying <laughs> that, uh, cause now with like knowing now how like Steven Seagal stuff has aged, you're adding all of that. You're adding the baggage that comes kind of stuff yeah. with that of him dying to the nostalgia factor of what it was at the time of seeing this movie and like being like, oh my god, Seagal dies. Like, I uh, man, I'll st- I'll stick with Colonel Travis as well. It's I feel bad because I, I want New Year's Evil to be in there somewhere because I really enjoy that. That movie. that might be the hardest one I've, I've had to I've had to choose so far. I'm sorry, I, I, but I, I uh, everybody will appreciate you. Finding the the inner strength to to make the right choice. <laughs> good, good news: the next one's not going to be hard at all for me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear. Right, I'm going to our Jason Inc. conference. Uh, so in Invasion USA. Uh, so speaking of Ramon Coda, he's playing a same actor playing a different. It is. Character. It, it is. Um, he gets shot in the dick. <laughs> By uh, Rousedower himself. It's not. I was gonna say it's not Rousedower, but it's something yeah. like that. Because Rousedower is the guy from the Final Sacrifice. Yeah. What is that guy's name? Rostov. Okay. Rostov. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually prefer Rousedower. R- Rousedower. Yeah. I, I, if, if I could make one change. <laughs> uh, Billy Major Drago. Rousedower. Billy Drago is the actor, or Drago. <laughs> so uh, Rostov shoots Billy Drago in the dick. <laughs> um. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to. And then what's our, what's the competition for that? Uh, D bag Rick from Friday the Thirteenth Part Three getting his head crushed by Jason. So we either have it, Rick, but, it, but wearing a really awesome sweater, really real high quality sweater game by Rick. High, high quality cable net. It's probably yeah. uh, made of lamb's wool. It's a uh, uh, it's Rick versus the Dick. Uh, I have to go. <laughs> Rick is a Dick. Rick is a Dick. Uh, I have to go with uh, Dick shooting. There's, it's really no competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not even a like, yeah. Just it's it's not so even, wild. Not even it's, close. Sorry, it's so Rick. wild. Well, and Harold, I need Harold to be our dark horse for Friday and the Thirteenth. I, I really think like there's there's like a few in this where like it really like changes changes of the bar of like it's like. Ah. I was like, oh, I like the Rick Death News. Like, oh, but it's going to get up against. <laughs> it's going up against something where it, it really sets <laughs> like, the tone. Yeah, yeah. The, the dick shooting really sets the tone for the rest of, um, <laughs> of Invasion USA. <laughs> uh, uh, that, so, that that feels like an easy one. I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So God, the next one, we're going, one. We're going oh, to the icy conference, which I, I, this one's a little tougher, but I think I know where my heart is leading me, but uh um, you the, go, you you go first because we have right. the uh, Michael kills his uh, sister uh, Judith in Halloween 1978, up against uh, Van Dam uh, <laughs> strangling Icy the mascot uh, at a Penguins game. I'm sorry, Game Seven. Let's be very clear. That's a very important piece of this uh, plot. Yeah. It was Game Seven that he murders the mascot in the kitchen, <laughs> um, Icy. So, what what do you where are you falling on this one? Uh, so th- this is a so the seventy eight Michael's first kill. It's a little bit falling into like the Nazis melting at the end of Raiders. It's like yeah, it's such a a movie, such a high quality like movie and moment. Some, like and then the icy is just like the like the ludicrous, like the most ludicrous death in here. Just about I don't know. It's already I don't know. The dick shooting may actually be more ludicrous. Like it's, it's a 
credit to them for finding a way to top a mascot. <laughs> Jackie Claude Van Damme fighting a mascot. Of, um, they did it. They did it. Man, I, I'm leaning. I'm leaning icy. What? What are you? What are you? What are you? Where are you headed? Um. Yeah. I. I feel like if I'm if I choose Halloween, it's going to be too serious. <clears throat> um. I agree. The fun choice is icy. So let's go with icy. <laughs> I see. I, man, I have a yeah. hard time with it um, because I, I, th- I think this is more about us doing something we think is funny and enjoyable, which it would sound yeah. weird to say about <laughs> people being killed. Um, but it, I think the icy one is so over the top. And this is when Van Damme is doing what he thinks is going to be like his one of his biggest movies. Like, And I think we, we, we looked it up before. Sudden Death was like fifth or eighth of highest grossing for Van Damme or something like that. It was lower than we thought. I remember that. But uh um, um uh I yeah I'm gonna give it to to the the icy death. Halloween yeah, Halloween 78 to... doesn't need any more doesn't need any more of our praise. It, they're good enough. Yeah and I'd also say like that's an important death but and I don't think we have any really many others in this bracket. When we do this again though like I think there'll be some other Halloween Seventy-eight deaths that uh that you might might have in here. Uh that's true. Could be. Um, that's ooh, that'd, that'd be an interesting bracket to just do Halloween movies that we've done. We could basically pull all the deaths from those. Um, what if ins- uh, instead of spending time with our kids on 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 Halloween night, <laughs> take them trick or treating? We just do a bracket. Yeah, nice. I like it. Um, fuck them. <laughs> Wow, what, what have they ever done for us? That went. Uh, it's just just uh, eternal joy. That's all. Just giving us eternal joy. Yeah. Well, what are your kids going to be for Halloween? Speaking of Halloween, uh, Carter wants to be a zombie football player, and nice. Wynn wants to be the Hulk. Classic. Uh, how about also classic? How about, how about High quality. Um. Uh. So Grace in the oldest. He's in high school now. So I. I it's. I don't know. I don't know if he knows what he's being yet. I think it's going to be a last okay. minute. That's a teenage time thing. decision. Yeah, yeah, that's what teenagers do. It, it's the yeah. It's like the very standard fourteen year old, uh, where I don't think he cares, but he knows he's going, and we'll have to make a choice with what we have in the house. Uh, then Bryn is being a spoon. <laughs> please, Kelly, please see a picture of that costume. Yeah, Kelly is going is being a the, uh, the female character from Corpse Bride. Yeah, yeah. Kids watched um, it yesterday. Then, and then Sam is uh, just being a pirate. There you go. All right. Hey, yeah. g- g- nothing was wrong with the tried and true. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I love uh, it. Uh, yeah. It's a pretty good um, yeah. Uh, I think we'll see. I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do some like Rick Baker level uh, special effects on Carter for his zombie makeup on, on, on Tuesday afternoon. So I'm not quite sure how good that's going to go. Did that. And I'm uh, driving down to, to see you Tuesday, and I'm dressing up as a Billy Drago in Invasion USA, and you're dressing up as Rostov. So you, and you walk around, gonna... and you're randomly going to shoot me in the dick. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to get arrested. I don't think we're going to get candy with that one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> my, my I don't know about my <laughs> my uh, costume of bloody crotch jeans is going to play. <laughs> yeah, I think probably not good. Um, I think people are going to be very concerned, and they're not. Gonna, they're <laughs> Confused, probably <dude. laughs> yeah. They may not get the reference. That's going to be the hard part. Is they're yeah, probably you know, not going to get the reference. It's going to be a lot of explaining Invasion USA to people all night. Um, yeah, I think so too. Or just plug in our podcast. 
Um, all right, we're back in the sheriff bracket conference. All right, the bracket um, bracket. Bracket the bracket bracket. Uh we have the choice of the Donathan chooses poorly in Indiana Jones and Last Crusade or Jackson shooting down or take his helicopter. God, see, this is like now I just want to go to canon movies. I just want to pick canon movies forever. I know. It almost like the canon movies should be on their own, but it's also kind of what makes us fun of the ludicrousness of like Last Crusade, a movie that like deeply like spend a ton of money. Even Spielberg's directing. Like studios are planning on this being a massive blockbuster hit to make like tons of money. They're putting everything they can behind it. Partnerships with like McDonald's, and, like, and then the Canon movie where I, uh, just I don't think throwing Spielberg... shit out a window. And... Spielberg definitely never expected somebody to uh, be comparing these two. That he he needed to defend that scene of I got to protect myself of make sure this death is as good as Jackson shooting down Ortega's helicopter in American Ninja. Um, I was just looking at pictures from 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 that. Uh, I, I have to give it to I'm going to give it to uh, Donovan. I, I, I the special effects are cool. It's super effective. Um, it's one of the real kind of wild out there moments in a movie that, you know, even though it's about uh, the cup of Christ is still, you know, pretty down the middle uh, selling action movie. So I, I'm giving it to Donovan. Uh, I am as well. Donovan yeah. the Nazi. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like a, that also sounds like a bad, uh, uh, <laughs> it sounds like an episode of uh, Always Sunny Philadelphia. <laughs> that, <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good episode, actually. It probably was. Well, I think there's one that was actually uh, D and Dennis's grandfather's a Nazi. <laughs> I think that was actually <laughs> uh, sounds right. I think what I enjoy about these death, these um, in these movies is um, someone who's an atheist and not necessarily a big fan of religion. I think I enjoy when these these moments in these movies where it's like it treats the religious aspects very literally and seriously. Because for me, it's like this is what you believe. Like you believe this is real. <laughs> if you like. That you believe, like, if you believe in Christianity, like you believe there's a cup of Christ that gives it's gonna immortality. Do this to, it's like, going to do this to somebody. Like, I, like, I don't know. It's, I mean, yeah, I don't expect. Like, I understand aspects of faith are a little different, more nuanced than that. But it's like you're, like, you're advocating like this could be real uh, by your yeah. beliefs. Um, yeah, <clears throat> um, you're right. There's definitely no intermediate. Inter <laughs> there's no middle ground there, is there? <laughs> And that's actually kind of the point of the movie as well for Indy. It's like, what do you believe? <laughs> um, that's true. Uh, I yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think. I'm, I I have no good response other than yeah. I don't know. I just yes. I, I was just thinking about it popped in my head of like, oh, I think I actually enjoy when it goes that route because <laughs> buying into the literalness of the Bible. Yeah. It's like one or the other. Like, yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the Frank Stallone conference? I am. I am ready for the Frank Stallone conference. Um. Okay. Oh man, Scott McCoy, rocket bike, <laughs> rocket after he beats beats the guy almost to death and breaks his arm, finishes him off with the rocket bike, versus <laughs> little buddy putting the pumpkin mask on, getting his head eaten by bugs and snakes from oh, the man, man, the, uh, silver shamrock. <laughs> Yeah, this is really hitting you in the heart of uh, Chuck Norris' like 80s canon movie, Halloween yeah. 3. 
there's there's too much low budget garbage here for me to process properly what, what my choice should be i'm gonna i'm gonna go with little buddy if that if that helps yeah but i'm happy uh, to debate it out if we need if you uh if you uh, go with the rocket bike and we can don't do it on my can. behalf no 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 I'm, I'm i'm picking little buddy i i think i like that um all right i, think I just I'll, like that scene better I, i'm going with little buddy too i think it has to be it has to be okay as cool as rocket bikes were, as cool as I thought that rocket bike was, and it also has machine guns on the front. Let's not forget that. Yeah. So the difference to me at this point of the of um, fuck, this is Delta, yeah, Delta Force. Um, we've seen the rocket bike already. Oh uh, yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of shot its wad a, <laughs> a bit. Literally, literally. Whereas this, the little buddy one, is like this is like the payoff to these masks like we've kind of seen the one malfunction that's true and get oh, large yeah. but we haven't really seen like this is like it's it's the payoff we're getting whereas like the rocket bike like it's you know it's killing the big villain of it but we've already kind of seen the that's true the rocket bike already they uh, couldn't couldn't hold back <laughs> typical canon yeah that's a good that's a good way to that's a good way to rationalize it you're right the the the, the impact of the two is the, the mask is a weight is a much more meaningful event all right fortunately i think the next one the bruno Liz conference is going to be a pretty easy easy choice i'm guessing well we got harold and the catcher's gear <laughs> or we've got the hal's girlfriend uh at the beginning of cliffhanger i i'd have to go with cliffhanger i feel like it's just too good of a it's too good of a moment, but but I could also be convinced. That... Nah, it's it's not even close. I mean, I like I love Harold. <laughs> I like that death. Um, and more of that for me that come pulling through was the Harold's character, but but I, I couldn't even remember that it was a butcher's cleaver that kills him. I thought it was an axe. I had to look it up. Versus, like the images it's... from this cliffhanger death are like seared in my brain. <laughs> yeah, it was the character of Sarah that got dropped. Um, the... So the, I guess the little the, the part of the strap that's like breaking. Yeah, I guess metaphorically we are dropping uh we are dropping, dropping Harold Harold <laughs> off of a cliff. <laughs> so I just can't imagine that scene if it's Harold he's trying to save. I know that that, that actually that I would like I would like to see that. I would like to see <laughs> Harold that. had too many snacks. Couldn't yeah. hang on to him. Um all right. Also I imagine like he's trying he's like Harold let's go because he's like getting some peanuts or something, or like <laughs> His hands are like slippery from like potato chip grease. <laughs> yeah, he's probably um, yeah, he's got a lot of illustra in his system, so I'm guessing he's pretty greasy and kind of gross. <laughs> it's like he's he's oh, he's, God. he's not gonna be able to help. He's not gonna be able to hold on to Gabe Gabe Walker. What do you uh? What do you? <laughs> no, the, no, I don't even. I don't even want to ask this question. <laughs> no, ask it. It's gonna ask you what the uh the state of uh Harold's underpants are <laughs> at any given moment. <laughs> Uh, there's probably lots of holes. There's probably lots of stains. Yeah. And just... they probably haven't been changed since about 1982. <laughs> if I had to guess. Uh, I think that's a right. safe bet. This next one's really hard. I don't don't quite know what to do. Uh I I like the here. I'll, I'll, all right, so we're in the we're at the we're at the in-house gas chamber conference. Um uh where it's Bobby who is cursing the villain and slowly choking to death inside of a uh a gas chamber that Ramon Coda has built into his into his dining room in Delta Force 2 
or it's Chong Lee uh, neck break where he basically establishes how how tough he's going to be for for Frank Dukes later on in the movie. I as much as I laugh when I watch the Delta Force Two thing because it's so ridiculous and it's so so poorly done. I gotta give it to Chong Lee. Yeah, I'm struggling. I love Bloodsport so much, and I love <laughs> Bolo Young Chung Lee character so much. And and this was Delta Force Two was yeah. the one where it was like the first we did. Oh, we didn't even cover Captain America. Damn, we like we should have. Captain America didn't even make it into the brackets. Yeah, there's a bunch. I want I wanted to leave a lot of meat out there for the. Uh, okay. Oh, there's <laughs> a lot again. There's a yeah, lot because yeah. this. Oh was, yeah, there's a ton. Because this was the one that was um, after Golan Globus broke up. It was directed by Aaron Norris. And Yoram Globus was the guy who produced it. And then in the same year, uh, Golan did Captain America. <laughs> and they're both like huge flops. So, oh, man, I, was, I just love this gas chamber death so much. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in his house. Like, there's like in like the dining room, it's what it appears to be. There's just like a room for murdering people. <laughs> And I, I just had, I just struggled to get past All right, the you ridiculousness of that. You know what? I'll but, change my answer. I, I will give it to oh you. Oh my god, I, I wasn't trying to sway you, but I also uh, love Chung Lee. He's ridiculous in and of himself. <laughs> he is, but like in a good way, like in a fun way. Um yeah, yeah. I think I think uh Delta Force 2 is hilarious in an unintentionally bad way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a I, I yeah, it's but then I don't know how many times in my life I've seen Bloodsport and I love it so much <laughs> that it's hard not to have that go on. But the the kitchen adjacent gas chamber <laughs> for Bobby Chavez dying. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it yeah. Let's give it to let's give it to Bobby. Bobby deserves it. All right. All right. Yeah, for for his uh for his son brother <laughs> that no one cares about who dies yeah i i was actually just thinking that i'm like i really like an explanation on 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 who <laughs> on who exactly uh um that, oh man that, this is that, this is making yeah. me want to do one a, a bracket that's the emotional impact <laughs> or of the of the death or lack of emotional impact i don't know there's something there i gotta think about <laughs> <laughs> Of like the what like who whose death had the least emotional impact <laughs> and like yeah. equating to the most ridiculous <laughs> like uh, is, something of a <laughs> so how, all right so how does this how's this going to work now so we're going to into the we're in the semifinals now um, um I think so we're in the quarterfinals quarter whatever I think we should have eight left we yeah. have eight left yeah I I'm not good with math. Um, for I forgive you. For yeah, yeah, right, yeah. This is getting now. This is where we're getting tough. This is where 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 boys are made into men. But as I'm looking at it, it's really uh, telling me a lot about myself. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some good attributes and some bad attributes. That's what's telling me about myself. <laughs> um. Uh. All right. So. Oh, and I think I'm. Yeah, I think we're missing that. There's a bracket missing at the bottom, right? Like there's a showdown between. Basically, yeah, I think yeah it's... there's got yeah, There's something. Yeah, we need. Okay, a, I, I like think an it's extra thing to here. to show who's for two, but that's all right. All right, we'll we're gonna make that. Okay, we're so gonna make it purple. Going back up. 
We have Nazis melting after they open the Ark of the Covenant at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I know versus, it's interesting. It's it's indie versus indie movie. Um, oh, so that's not yet. That still has to go up against uh, Colonel Travis. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. I kind of didn't quite. We need okay. like an extra, no, you're, some extra you're, spacing. You're right. You're right. I I, I got to think of this as like AFC NFC, and then I can get my head wrapped around it. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. So yeah. So it's a Nazis melting versus uh, Colonel Travis. Sacrifice, sacrificing himself. What is it? We're not gonna make it. You are. You will. Oh, yeah, you are. And slamming the door shut and getting sucked out into the to tumble through the air and probably crash into the ocean and die. Um, but technically, Colonel Travis could be alive. You never know. So we you don't have, know what uh, special gear he had, what he was capable of. We need have brackets on. Yeah, both. there we go. Yeah. Um. No, you're right. I we don't know. I I think. Maybe he had a very small parachute tucked underneath his his flight suit. Maybe he, uh, you know, maybe he, maybe his, maybe his ponytail fans out, and that allows him to gently glide to Earth. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> I no, sorry, sorry. I was I was trying to fix the bracket while we're <laughs> and so we're, um, you, so we're probably totally screwing each other up. Um, yeah. So. Uh, Man, I don't... even Seagal is Colonel Travis dying versus the Nazis melting at the end of Raiders. Um, I, I'm sticking with the Nazis melting. It's, it's yeah, you know, Colonel agree. Travis. You had a great run, but you can only well end like it's kind of now pitting like nostalgia versus nostalgia, <laughs> kind of like yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna well go I'm, I'm gonna go with the Nazis too. I think it's it's too big of a deal. It's you can't it can't be ignored for how how interesting and well done that scene is. In, uh, it almost it almost is feeling like uh, Nazis melting was unfair <laughs> to put in. <laughs> well, you know what? We are where we are, so yeah, tough shit. We're doing it. We're going. We're doing it live. Also, also feels like a hard one where it's like, oh, like fifty Nazis dying. It's like, yeah, that's a pretty awesome moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I, I think of it more as like Tots uh, uh, face melting, and then. Uh, uh i've always i forget the name every time the archaeologist or the other archaeologist um his head exploding i mean it, they, they're, <laughs> they're giving you some real interesting options here so I, I think it's not even that not even just the the lightning storm that kills the other guys i think it's just the all the stuff going on up on stage is pretty good yeah all right so america has been waiting for this matchup eagerly ever since we ever since they saw that it could happen we have <laughs> Dick shooting versus icy. It's dick shooting. This this isn't a debate. What I love so much is for doing this and having these like canon movie moments. It's like the icy one in sudden death is like a real Hollywood studio movie. And it's like they're trying to come up with a ridiculous scene like they're yeah. like steven seagal fighting the pittsburgh penguins mascot let's do something completely ridiculous uh excuse me who fought the mascot oh sorry sorry jean-claude van damme sorry, i'm still thinking about colonel travis but you uh, are uh <laughs> uh and so they're like they're crafting that and, like, and then it's just canon just like pulling out like oh you needed to get the nhl to sign off on all this like ridiculous and, and you know what 
we just got a guy walk in a room and immediately shoot Billy Drago in the dick. Like you can't, you can't touch us like on ridiculousness. Like Which we're the I Kings. I don't think they like, ever really don't come at the King. Yeah. I, I don't think they rationalize it either. I think it's just like a, all right, we got to end like, this scene. What do we, yeah. <laughs> do most yeah I'm, I'm going, I'm going dick shooting as well. So, the, so it's going to be dick shooting. Uh, is it, is it going to be dick shooting versus Nazis melting? <laughs> It it could, and I, I I got bad news. I think I know which way I'm going to go on this one. <laughs> Ugh, um, this is going to be a debate. Yeah, right. it's gonna, we're going to. All right, so dick shooting beats out icy. Sorry, sorry, icy. icy. <laughs> you uh you you're going to be trapped in the uh in the um uh what do you call it the dishwasher. Oh, that joke would have worked a lot better if I actually could have thought of it before I tried to get it out. I know. Jokes are hard. (laughs) Comedy. Timing Um, matters. (laughs) All right. So we've got our 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 survivors. Two of the final four. (laughs) Sheriff bracket bracket. And then the uh uh Frank Stallone conference. Donovan trusts the Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) And the horrible death of little buddy Cupfer. Oh man. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is hard. <laughs> also, I'm looking at this. I I had Ramon Coda beating out. Uh, I might just need to watch a bunch of Billy Drago movies. Apparently, I really enjoy <laughs> I, him. <laughs> I I would suggest you don't. Uh, he is in the <laughs> he is in the Untouchables, which I I, I think if you can, that's uh, true. You may want you may you may want to end on that note because I think uh, that's going to be about the best you're going to get out of out of his stuff. Um, he was in Trimmers Four. Uh, he's in the Hills Have Eyes, the original, the appropriate, uh, the or the new two thousand six one. one. Is yeah. the, was it the Rob Zombie one? Oh, is that Rob Zombie? Hmm, I don't know. Then <laughs> uh, he was in a movie called Sci Fighters, which that sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Balls to the Walls. You should definitely whatever that is. You should definitely watch that too. I'm going to go watch the episode of Nash Bridges he was on. Uh, I'm gonna go watch Monkey Business. Ooh, Soccer Dog, the movie. <laughs> God, not even, just, not even hiding here, just ripping off. Stuff. I'm just, yeah, I'm just scrolling through this. Zombie Hunters, all right, that sounds good. Lime Salted Love, that definitely is gonna be a, a winner. Um, let's see. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, I'm, I'm taking us off. I'm taking us off. Uh, um, so Ooh, he was on an episode of the Friday the Thirteenth, the TV series. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all coming together. Yeah, you know the final. You know what the tiebreaker should be is uh, just for you. Is we should make this. Uh, if we get to a tiebreaker, which which movie are we talking about that had more Star Trek day players in it? Is <laughs> <laughs> the tiebreaker. That's, I mean, that's, uh, it's it's an uh, independent way to do it. <laughs> I think that's gonna swing heavy to anything uh, shot at um, Pinewood. Pinewood, yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. Um. I just think those had a ton of guys who ended up on a lots of things. Um, probably some of the Star Trek movies and but all right, so little Donovan buddy or little buddy, little buddy. Sorry, little little buddy. You're going little buddy. You're going little buddy. I'd love to know what the inner turmoil is right now for you. <laughs> I'm just thinking back when I was, I was a kid walking into my grandmother's house and it was like the Sunday afternoon at the movies. It was like Easter Sunday and they had like ABC had a last crusade on and I walked in to see the Donovan melting scene and it was like terrifying 
but also like intriguing of like, what is this? Ah, oh, man. Leaning. I don't know. I wish, wish I knew what was coming in the <laughs> next ones, but we already have an indie in the final four. All right, all right. I'll I'll go with I'll go with little buddy. There you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna through sheer will. I'm gonna force that kid into the <laughs> into the final four just to uh not have not risk some indie on indie crimes. Uh yeah. Well, and that yeah. Let, let's we we want some variety here. Um, also, you know, we have the Nazis melting. Donovan kind of doing it's kind of a repeat of the Nazis melting. So. uh a little bit. Yeah, that's true. A, a that's true. Bug pumpkin mask eating little buddy's head. <laughs> uh, but all, all sorry, of these, sorry, Spielberg. <laughs> all of these involve somebody's face deteriorating, or in some fashion or another. Yeah. Um, let's all see. Right. All right. So we got we have cliffhanger. Stallone failing to save. Is it Gabe? His name? Uh, Gabe that, Walker uh, failing to save uh, the character save, of Sarah from Sarah slipping through his fingers. Uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Bobby Chavez, dying in uh, the kitchen adjacent gas chamber in Delta Force Two. <laughs> that's a tough. That's a tough one. Which I just I want mean, to point out: this is an eight seed versus a six seed. Like, way to go, guys! You're, you're yeah, both we, winners. We, we both really, winners here. We really, uh, we really picked all the dark horses in every every <laughs> category we could. Um, I gotta go with cliffhanger. Yeah, I mean, I as much as I love that, it it looks like they actually killed somebody for cliffhanger. <laughs> Look, it's such a wild, <laughs> such a wild uh, performance in the way they shoot it. It looks real, like it looks like she actually falls to her death. And yeah, it's, some it's, of that was them filming. It's pretty incredible. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I I feel like I'm letting you down though. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm going cliffhanger too. Um, it, it's just iconic. It's just incredible. I mean, as much as I love the Bobby Chavez and and that yeah. one, the whole setup of the kitchen gas chamber, and um, which is interesting. I'm curious if I had cliffhanger, if cliffhanger had been versus Chung Lee, what I would have gone with. Hmm. Maybe I don't need to make my heart have that battle. Um, I think it still would have been cliffhanger because Chung Lee is just kind of killing somebody. It's not like he's, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't the, the it emotional doesn't... pathos of the cliffhanger one and the setting up the whole. It's, yeah, yeah. That that's that's kind of my. Yeah. That's how I okay. would break that one. All right, so we got our final four: Nazis melting, dick shooting, little buddy, <laughs> cliffhanger. <laughs> oh God, these are hard. Uh, so all right, so wait, wait. What are what are the matches? Is it Nazis melting versus dick shooting? Yeah, I, I think I think I think yeah, we have to whittle it down to a champion on each side or like a like yeah. a conference championship. And then have it have the match. So all right, we're doing Nazis melting, Rostov shooting shooting a wiener. Shooting a wiener. Oh um, man. One wiener. <laughs> the death of one wiener versus 40 Nazis melting. Well, do you factor in when he shoves that that lady's head into the, that pile of coke, and then the the <laughs> straw goes up into her nose? Does that count as part of that? No, that, that's gonna have it's gonna have its own. It's, it's own, got its own, okay, its, its own moment. It's, okay. Yeah, it's God. that deserves its own. Uh... All right, um, but I guess saying that does each individual Nazi should they should they have been separated out into like 
head explode kind of exploding but they all kind of go they all kind of die at the same time together. by the magic <laughs> lightning <laughs> they all kind of go together so i think i think you have to count all three of them together okay all right all right oh man i do love some dick shooting <laughs> i'm um, gonna go into the nazis melting uh i'm, I'm gonna agree i'm gonna agree because all right all right because we're gentlemen and that's the right choice and that's uh <laughs> uh because without it without it uh i think it, this becomes lawless <laughs> it's, just, it's just too much it, it is just, it's like a bridge too far almost we get it i mean if you yeah, if you get if you just start throwing dick shooting around you gotta <laughs> what, what are we even doing here all right we have little buddy versus cliffhanger <laughs> this is uh starting to pull at the heart now now i'm having a hard time because i don't know it's gonna be it's almost gonna be too much earnestness in the finals if we go cliffhanger but then um, i don't know if little buddy even has a chance against the nazis melting oh man trying, uh, trying so, to see what's so, in my heart <laughs> so uh facial dysmorphia problem or, or deaths or what we're we're gonna end the final bracket <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so cliffhanger it's kind of it's interesting. It's setting up everything for the whole movie. Whereas Little Buddy's kind of like the payoff of what we've heard about these masks for the whole movie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. It's hard. Decisions are hard. I'm gonna. Uh... This is hard. This is tough. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm leaning cliffhanger. I am too. All right. I guess we have to do it. Hold the trigger. Yep. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Oh, sorry, little buddy. Sorry, little buddy. You're just going to be a pile of goo on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Nazis melting versus cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't even believe. <laughs> like, part of me is like, are we bad people if we pick cliffhanger? <laughs> Mm, ah, no, I don't think so. Um, do you want to? Is that what you want to do? For I don't know. Final? I don't know. But I'm just like, just like fucking Stallone, <laughs> crafting this like the most like absolutely so constructed emotional moment of like literally we're gonna have the character slip through his fingers to die, and he has to deal with the emotions of that. It's like the whole movie, like. Oh, I also man. I also think it's a Vandy moment for him because he's uh he's he's uh in a tank top and he's he's absolutely ripped, oh yeah so yeah there's I'll a just... lot there's a lot of hubris tied up in the scene and then he gets but then he gets to act like the hurt and pain of like not being able to save this person like it gets to be about him the death of this woman <laughs> yeah I uh, yeah it's true it it does kind of come right back into to being all about him um. Man, uh, seeing seeing the Nazis and a French guy get their get their comeuppance. Uh, uh, Re- yeah. what, is, what is Renee's last name? <laughs> oh, we did this in the last one too. I know. I always forget his his name. Uh, Belloc. Belloc. Thank you. Um, yeah. I gotta go with uh, Raiders. I I feel like that's it's. It, it, it covers all of it covers all of all of the criteria I have. It makes me laugh because watching Tot scream is hilarious. 
Oh, um, that's a great point. It's visceral because you're you're watching their faces melt, and you watch uh, you watch Belloc's head explode. Um, and then it's 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 got great special effects. I mean, it's like I think it was like a wax head they're using to sort of melt layers back to to do the, the face melting effects. So I think. And it lands a punch of it. It's the conclusion of all of the bad guys in the movie. So it has some emotional weight to it. So I think Raiders has to take it because it, it can, it delivers kind of all of the criteria in my head of like how I've been shaping, you know, individually to get here. And, and, you know, little buddy's a good example. He, he's got the the shock factor and it, it brings a lot of punch to it because it, it tells you what the stakes are and how dangerous things are, but it doesn't, it doesn't make me laugh. Uh, and it doesn't, you know, <laughs> doesn't uh mm-hmm. have some ridiculousness like i i think it needed it, it yeah i just it cl- cliffhanger same thing it's not there's no other than it just is it looks unfortunate it's not gory it's or how melodramatic it is it's kind yeah. of funny um but you're right it's missing the effects like it's, it has effects but they're just like more it's off screen everything everything's off screen like they're more to like stage them over a big thing not yeah, yeah, I, I like that. I like it because I go back and look at some of these, and you get like Rick getting his face crushed in a pretty good, pretty good Friday the Thirteenth, and and it's like, oh, this has like elements of that in it. The Nazis melting, like, yep, it's it's got a little bit of everything. It's got something for everybody. And I'd like to think one of those, uh, some of the like the lightning that shoots out hits one of those Nazi soldiers in the dick. So it kind of covers us for the uh, yeah. the Rostov yeah. uh, shooting. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I feel like we've really done some good scientific work here today, and I think that we've really yeah, yeah. It's and it's the emotional catharsis, emotionally, end of a movie that. So it's got the like, it was cliffhanger so earnest and emotional, like not like it's it's still Indy and Marion um, closing their eyes at the end, and which is it's, being defeated, and it's funny. I I would say the more impactful uh, death is in cliffhanger, the first one that happens, which is Sarah's fall. But then the ending is just uh, this very clearly it's a shot from the ground of uh, uh, Eric Quaylen played by <laughs> John Lithgow. Uh, by John Lithgow just screaming. And then, and then it yeah. cuts to a special effect shot of a helicopter blowing up on some rocks. <laughs> it's just it's really like poorly done, actually, when you think about the stakes of the, the first the first shot of, the, of that movie. So, yeah, I, I think um, it had to be it had to be Raiders. It's your favorite movie. And it's, it's true. Probably the best movie we've done on this, I think. Yeah, I was wondering. I mean, maybe so. The what would you put up against? I mean, I guess the other. I guess um, Last Crusade you'd put up against um Last Crusade, the original Halloween. Original Halloween, yeah. I, That's I, probably it. It's pretty tough to. There's not uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of challenges you can bring against uh, Raiders. Otherwise, I mean, it's. Yeah. I, I think. I think it's. I think it is the best. Yeah, I mean, it's I was saying it's almost unfair uh, having that one. I um, that one in it, uh, which is appropriate one. I'm 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 excited. I, I I'm glad we've 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 decided and we've landed on on best best. I, I, what do we formally call this? Best death or best kill? I guess in in these um, movies, I had best death or okay. of. Um, but yeah, but also it's something we can. Uh, because there's a whole lot of deaths not uh I was, I was not gonna in say, here that we could definitely do this do it do it again with a uh 
I, I'm excited for all of them that we did not talk about. <laughs> yes, there's a um, lot out there. <laughs> but there's a lot more canon we got. We, we didn't even touch on uh, uh, Captain America. There's a lot of the stuff yeah. in canon. I don't, we, we didn't hit, uh, uh, wait, not Blade Runner, um, Cyborg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there's just a lot for, there's a lot of opportunity there. Oh, you goddamn right. So I'm glad we're doing, we're doing the Lord's work here. Really important stuff here. Really important. I think uh, this is going to determine the outcome of the, the 2024 elections. Is the, what we found. <laughs> what the, uh, what, where they land. This this should just be instead of like instead of a debate, they should just each have to do the bracket live on TV. I mean, it, it's possible. Like, what what if um, you know they they make the that's the, instead of debates, they have to debate what we just did. <laughs> It'd be informative in an interesting way. <laughs> it, it really would. I, uh, I, uh, I kind of think that if if it's Trump, he's probably going with either the dick shooting or the IC. I think he's gonna have a hard time. <laughs> oh, I think Bolo Young's making a uh, a strong run. <laughs> I did hear that he likes the movie Bloodsport a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is which is pretty uh, which is pretty interesting. What do you think Biden's going for? I think he, I think he would be a very kind of chalk, like he'd just be doing like the Indiana Jones, Harrison, yeah. like Harrison Ford would make a long run, all like completely, and Cliffhanger would probably do all right too because sticking with like the most uh, kind of popular, famous, famous things. Yeah, I was going all the way back to the ones that we, uh, the ones that didn't make it from the first round, and it's there's some good ones in there, but man, there's a lot more we gotta. We got to really narrow it down to. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, I'm debating. I go back and forth of like, oh, do you want to separate them out? Because there's still plenty in like indie movies. Oh, there are. We could do yeah. like deaths of it. Um, and I was like, ah, the movie, the tone is so different than like a death in like New Year's Evil. Like I don't like, <laughs> but then that's kind of the fun of it is seeing like where where it leads you. <laughs> um. I would I would do a, a whole bracket on just New Year's Evil. I think I, I enjoy <laughs> that. Bully of New Year's Evil is the best. <laughs> um, that'd be interesting to just do like moments from movies as well. Yeah. Of, instead of like that's of just like oh in New Year's Evil I don't know like when <laughs> what the alternate her son puts like a pantyhose over his head. <laughs> I was gonna say uh best worst use of shakespeare quotes in movies because there's a lot i think there's one at the end of new year's evil i think he's oh he's man citing shakespeare they use them that's in the opening a great of, category uh... for like you'd have to really do some research so there's gonna be some crazy ones out there for that there it's there's gonna be a lot of canon in that there's gonna be a lot of nightmare on elm street in that um I'm trying to think of what else like there, there yeah, you it's, can even it's, expand it to like best like classic literature quote or, from like, that, that's what it should be sorry not shakespeare because it's edgar Allan poe at the beginning of um, in a nightmare yeah a nightmare but, on the street so i got i'm sorry i got that wrong but yeah it we should we should definitely hit the uh the worst uh classical literature quotes <laughs> all right i just have to start watching movies to keep that in mind and start like building a list um I, I as a candidate i will also throw in there um over referencing the uh sun Tzu art of war because that's gonna be a lot of yeah lot that, of, that uh, could be a bracket all on its own it really actually it really could it really could it's in wall street that's how overused it is it's in uh, uh isn't it it's in uh 
die another day it's in die another day they they kill somebody through the book yeah. uh Halle Berry stabs Rosamund Pike with with a knife uh, through the book uh as one would do yeah uh and then yeah yeah so all right um we have not landed on what our next run's going to be yet you probably need to watch some like actual movies or something yeah we probably should i uh been watching the, the big debate is movies. if we're doing a, a canon Christmas run again. <laughs> if we're doing canon Christmas too, <laughs> I, I'm worried if we do, we may be tapped but, out of like some of their better movies. I'm gonna take a look. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we want to save, also, I know sometimes doing a run of like eight of those can get a little. Uh, uh, it's exhausting. Dicey. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way. It's a good it. way for me to not talk to my wife for about two weeks uh, in the evenings because I'll be trying to watch these and yeah, uh, definitely can't keep up. So. It also is a nice. Those are also though easy to do because they're always like eighty-seven minutes most yeah. of the time, so you can bang them out like really easy to watch. Um, uh, typically, I mean, here and there you'll get one that uh, gets wanna, a little longer. I do want to bang. I do want to bang them out. Also, speaking <laughs> speaking of other movies we didn't do, we didn't do any of the deaths from a fifty-two pickup either. No, I'm trying to think of Which what they some were. Pretty good stuff. It was um, Jonathan Glover blowing up. Yeah, and then uh, what was the other guy? Um, it's the guy who he plays Sam. Not I think he, he's the guy who plays Samson and um, half baked. <laughs> I'm sure it's not what he wants to be known for, but uh, tough luck. Um, uh, I I recently been listening to a lot of uh Elmore Leonard uh oh, audiobooks, right. and there I listened to Mr. Majestic, which was um fun because it's it's such a uh, clarence williams uh plays bobby shy in that um uh they're they're really good they're just fun listens i listen to mr majestic stick and i think i've got one more downloaded than i need to but uh really entertaining i and I'm, I'm trying to go back and watch the ones that have movies uh with them and this was an elmore leonard uh book and i'm looking at the names and it's like alan ramey Leo Franks, uh, Bobby Shy. I'm like, these are definitely Elmore Leonard uh, character names. So, um, yeah, so we'll have to, but yeah, we'll have to figure out next. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to get a, it's going to be November soon. So it's going to, if we do a, a longer run, it's going to take us almost the new year. It's crazy. No. What does 2024 want? But uh, I'm glad we did this. This was a lot of fun. This was actually yeah, yeah. Uh, probably even more fun than just covering a movie. So uh, we should do these. More. Yeah, we'll definitely have to uh, maybe take a little break, but uh, figure out another another one to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, All right, uh, and then we will announce at some point uh, what we're going to do. Next yeah, we yeah. Have some bandwidth. So we will uh, catch you guys later. Nazis melting. <laughs> <laughs>